0: 2022 marks the 75th anniversary of the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra. To celebrate, we're asking 10 New Zealanders to talk about a piece of music that sparks an emotional connection. And we're pairing them with 10 musicians from the NZSO who have their own intimate understanding of how the music works.
1: I thought of the joy of going to an NZSO concert and hearing that huge symphonic sound. And I thought, what epitomises that most for me? It's Beethoven. It's got to be Beethoven.
0: Dame Patsy Reddy is a former Governor-General and now a trustee of the NZSO Foundation.
1: In which part of Beethoven, in the symphonic series... It'd be Beethoven's ninth because it is so joyous.
0: Beethoven's ninth, the Choral Symphony, was the last symphony he completed. It's one of the greatest works in classical music and
1: certainly one of the most loved. And you feel like part of it because you feel it in your gut.
0: From Bird of Paradise, the NZSO, and RNZ, this is Crescendo. I'm Clarissa Dunn.
1: The thing about Beethoven that I love. Because for people like me who love listening to uh, music um, but are not musicians, I feel like I know where every note's going. I've always felt that about Beethoven, it's the genius of the man. When you hear it, you know what's happening next, you don't get taken by surprise.
0: For Gemma Nieu, the conductor and artistic director of the NZSO, The Ninth is a monumental musical achievement with a special ability to bring people together.
2: It's a deeply powerful piece and uh, Beethoven's most mature work and I think it also relates to all of us on the entire planet. Um, It was written 200 years ago but yet feels so relevant to life today. So when I'm conducting it, obviously there's a lot to think about, but the journey of it is so perfectly made. They're very deep uh, questions that he puts forward um, for me, it's what is the meaning of life, which can sound a bit cheesy. But for someone like Beethoven, who was dealing with depression so much, and he had so much adversity with his hearing and and in social circles, and and really, he was always searching this question very seriously what is the meaning of life Um, you know why am I alive was a question he often asked in his life movements. Life is all about challenges. It's a big mountain that we must climb and it has craggy peaks and it's devastatingly a powerful force that's against us. And we must keep searching and trying to find the flow and trying to find those answers.
0: The ninth has had a central place in our wider culture for nearly 200 years and it pops up in some unexpected places.
1: I need to um, confess that my most vivid memory, earliest memory of the ninth, was 50 years ago when I went to A Clockwork Orange. Because Stanley Kubrick uses it very effectively in that uh, remarkable movie. But, you know, it's a dystopian movie, and as I think about it now, it's probably due for a re-release because it's really a movie for our times as well but the uh, use of Ludwig van as he's called in that where the uh, the sociopath who's the who's the main protagonist in that movie uses um, the ninth symphony I think the second movement as backdrop to some of his most heinous crimes
2: And then the second movement is life is entertainment. It's fun and games. It's going on the hunt. It's um, cracking jokes. And then it's also a dance. And then the third movement, it's a song. Uh, It's family life. It's all about intimate relationships and love and caring for one another.
1: No matter how good your headphones are or your music system there's nothing like that huge symphonic sound that fills the auditorium um, particularly when you're lucky enough to have a good auditorium to go to we've got the Michael Fowler Centre here in Wellington but you know the Auckland Town Hall is a brilliant uh, auditorium as well And I think for me the Ninth Symphony uses such a big orchestra and one of the great uh, joys is watching all of those different types of instruments come in to their own at various times in the music. And it, it's hard not to get um, an emotional reaction to it. It does evoke that emotion of joy and celebration of humanity you discard negative feelings at that point. I feel joy and I feel that I'm probably smiling. I don't know, because I haven't really examined myself, but it just brings that amazing glow inside me. And I always think that it's a wonderful way to finish that music. It's a wonderful way to finish an evening of music.
0: Over the last two centuries, the choral finale of the Ninth Symphony has come to symbolise a hope of unity for the
2: human family. And then the choir comes in, right? And the solo voices, and it's like you're not alone anymore. And that's the answer, we need everyone together to make life work. And so it's incredibly powerful, and one of my favourite moments of the entire symphony, is when he says about uh, you, millions of people, you know, when you look up at the starry canopy, you've got to believe that there is a higher being out there. And it's that sense of awe and wonder at the universe that we are a part of, and just being that small part of the millions of people and... I don't know, it just brings stars above and allows us to dream and to have the sense of wonder that we are part of that bigger, bigger, bigger place.
1: I do think it's got that feeling of, Humanism, you know, joy, celebrating the joy of humanity by the end of it. And I think overlaid with the knowledge that it was Beethoven's last completed symphony, and he was completely deaf by the time he finished it. And so there's that famous story that he couldn't hear the applause at the end and someone had to turn around to show him that people were at doors and it was um, a standing ovation which apparently is quite hard to get in Vienna in those days.
0: Crescendo was presented by me, Clarissa Dunn, produced and written by Noel McCarthy for Bird of Paradise Productions with a sound mix by Mark Chesterman. Kakiteano.